Hey guys, thank you for listening to our episode. Later at the end of this episode, you're going to hear me talk about our YouTube channel and how you can watch this week's episode to get some more info on the stuff that we talk about later on today. But my camera decided to not work and we're not going to actually be able to post a full video. So when you get to that point, just disregard it. Don't worry about it. I'm actually going to give you the info that I speak about in the description of this podcast episode. So you'll be able to read that and see everything that, that you need to know there if you're curious. So thank you for supporting us and listening, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Our aim is to reach health and fitness enthusiasts alike by communicating the lifestyle choices necessary for igniting, life-changing, and ongoing human development. This is The Development Project. Welcome back to another episode of The Development Project. This is Caden. I'm joined again with Tristan. Tristan, what's up? How are you guys doing? We're, heck, we're, gonna, we're looking to have some fun today. Um, make it a quick one. Caden's going to give you kind of a rundown. Uh, this is just a fun, fun topic for us. Just getting it out there. Yeah, so there's we don't really know if and when the CrossFit Games are going to happen this year. And, and also because of some of the athletes maybe not even showing up, even if it does happen. We just decided to kind of do our own like fantasy elite eight bracket style tournament of CrossFit games athletes just to to have fun and sort of pretend what it could be like seeing these athletes compete this year. So I'm going to let Tristan tell you guys a little bit about the structure of our bracket style tournament right now. And then we'll probably just get right into it as soon as he's done with that. Yeah. Thanks, Caden. So for the most part, we, we kind of came up with our own power rankings and I mean, these are just our power rankings. There's nothing right or wrong. It's kind of a, some of it's a gut feeling. Some of it's based on how people have uh, finished in the last, you know, two, three, four years, whether it be the open, sanctionals, regionals, games, stuff like that. Um, but basically the way that we did this was, you know, with COVID-19, um, obviously messing, messing a lot of things up. Um, we put on a competition every single fall now fit us in the fall and uh, due to due to the everything going on we're gonna have to postpone that and possibly move it back to november and december however um, all the workouts were already created a long long time ago uh, most of them have actually been tested to some capacity so i thought it would be kind of cool to just turn those workouts into um, more of games level type workouts. So obviously this was for a team of four. So I had to change them a little bit more to an individual. Uh, and then obviously RX elite, this is now going to be CrossFit games, level weights and skills. So, uh, should be pretty fun. should be pretty interesting. I'm going to totally just randomly draw them, put them on post-it notes. Um, but yeah, we'll just go and get things kicked off. We're going to get started with the, um, the first seed and the eighth seed, both on the female and the male side. Um, and Caden, how about you? I'll take the female this time. You take the male side. First workout, here we go. 10-minute clock. You have 10 minutes to complete a 1,500-meter ski. Every two minutes, the athlete must stop and do 10 alternating dumbbell snatches, 100 pounds for the men, 70 pounds for the ladies. The time that you get on that 1,500-meter ski will be a tiebreak time. With the remaining time in the 10 minutes, you have to establish a one-rep max snatch. Interesting. Let me look I'll let you look at that. And then I can go and get started. So for the females, this is actually very, wow, very interesting. We probably have the two strongest athletes in the field, mm-hmm. um, Tia and Amanda. Oh, man. Um, okay, without a one rep max listed snatch, I'm going to assume these 
these girls are very, very close. Um, man, Amanda does have a little bit more body weight. So mm-hmm. if it came out to be a tiebreaker, ironically enough, I could see her outdoing Tia on the ski. Yeah. However, because I don't know their one rep max listed snatch, I'm going to have to go with the person that slightly has a higher clean, and that is Tia. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, I just can't have Tia lose yeah, in the first round. They, they faced off against each other in the games yeah. a couple of years ago. That was pretty cool. So, yeah. so this is every two minutes, is that what you said? Every two minutes. So they have a 1,500-meter ski, which you're, you're thinking if they, you know, an elite-level athlete um, goes all out on that, that's probably going to be you know, five minutes-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, every two minutes, they got to hurry up and get off and complete 10 snatches before they get back on and complete the ski. So yeah, you're so looking at maybe four minutes Four minutes, minutes to left, yeah, yeah. To, to establish that one rep. And it depends, too, on how they if they know this workout ahead of time too, how are they going to structure planning that? What and, are your jumps going to be like? Yeah. Are you going to make big jumps? And for me initially thinking, you know, Tia has that Olympic weightlifting career sort of mm-hmm. expertise as far as planning what weights she needs to do and how to jump those. So my initial thought goes, I feel like it's going to be pretty close, maybe on the ski, but I think if that's the tie break, as it's you said, the tie break. Yep. I really feel like the one rep max snatch is going to go to Tia. That's so go that's going to be my depiction. So it sounds like we're both in agreement. We're going to move Tia past that first round and put her into the final four for the ladies. So for men's side, we'll go ahead and let you take this one away. It's, it's obviously Matt Frazier, number one, versus one of our faves, Chandler Smith, Chandler Smith. at eight. So yeah. go for it. It's going to be you know, on instinct for me, it's going to be the same thing just because, you know, similar sized athletes Chandler, I think is probably a little heavier than Matt, but just from the weightlifting standpoint and the technique and the skill and the experience, Matt Fraser to me is, is, is right up there. So he's going to be my pick to move through on that one as well. Yeah. I actually would love to see Chandler beat him in the ski, but you're right. He's a Matt's going to outlift him. I think mm-hmm. he's, I think Matt would outlift anybody on the, yeah. on the snatch. So, cool. all right. Our, uh, second and seventh seed athletes. So, uh, I'll let you take the females this time. I'll take the males. Okay. Okay. We have three rounds for time. Um, 25 heavy wall balls. So 30 pounds for the men, 20 pounds for the lady ladies, 10 devil's presses also with heavy dumbbells. So seventies for the men, fifties for the ladies back to 25 wall balls at 30 and 20 and then 10 ring muscle ups. So what I like about this one is you have Karen inside this Mm -hmm. workout, as well as the 30 ring muscle up standard that we, we often see. So, um, yeah, this one's dicey, obviously an upper body shoulder workout. Two sets Um, of wall balls. Yep. Two sets of wall balls every round. That's a a shoulder pump that entire workout for sure. So you have Sarah and you got Jamie green two versus seven, two versus seven. Who I feel like Sarah might be a tad more efficient with heavier weights longer. I think it's going to be the loading. So I'm looking at the devil's presses as kind of that separating position there. Cause I mean, heavy wall balls and ring muscle ups. I mean, that's something that games athletes should have down pat, but I think the devil's press is still a couple of years new, but probably something that isn't practiced or trained often enough. And I feel like it's going to be whoever has the ability to extend their muscular fatigue and handle that smack dab in the middle of two sets of wall balls too. So I, I might go with Sarah on this one. I agree with that. Um, for the men, we have Pat Vellner, 
second seed versus the seventh seed, Jacob Hepner, another one of our faves. Um, I'm going to have to cancel out the ring muscle-ups. Both, I mean, Pat's a former gymnast. Jacob is really, really good on the rings. Um, so I think 10 around is not a big deal for them. I think that this is just like Sarah and Jamie. I'm going to have to favor the bigger, taller athlete mm-hmm. with the wall balls and then the loading on the devil's presses. I just think Pat will probably move them better. Not to mention they actually had devil's presses at Dubai mm-hmm. and he did very, very well with yeah. those. So yeah, I agree. I'm going to have to easily go with Pat on this one. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Next one. Uh, this will be our four and five seeds. We have another three rounds for time. This is a very grippy workout. So three rounds for time. We have 30 toes to bar, 20 lateral hop burpees over the bar. And then we have kind of a fun spin on not only DT, but also grace. And it's 10 hang power clean and jerks at 205 for the men, 145. So we've seen this at the games, the 205, uh, 145 loading um, with with heavy DT. Um, And then, like I said, that's going to add up to be 30 total clean and jerks. But we've got Mm -hmm. a lot of gymnastics. We've got a lot of conditioning before that. So it doesn't necessarily mean um, it's in favor of the heavyweight athlete. Yeah. What I'm noticing right away too, is with this being a hang clean and jerk, that's going to really tax the forearms Mm -hmm. for you going right back into a very high volume of toes to bar too. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be a big factor. Our, we're doing what? Four and five now, four and five. So I'll take the females. It looks like we have at number four, we have Cara Saunders. Uh, and at number five, we have Katrin David's daughter. Um, very interesting. So Katrin actually won heavy DT. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that definitely goes right to her immediately. And then, man, I hate to go down this path and it's nothing disrespectful, but Cara coming back from having a baby. Um, I'm going to have to say that 90 toes to bar. In fact, I saw her break, break those 60 toes to bar up quite a bit um, at the Rogue Invitational just this mm-hmm. few weekends ago. So I'm actually going to have to go with the five seed here. I'm going to say a small upset, and I'm going to say Katrin, right. Katrin on this one. There we go. Cool. So. I'm probably not going to go with the upset for the guys. So our four is Noah Olson, and our five is Brent Fakowski. I just think Brent's length is going to play as a disadvantage to him in this workout, yeah. especially with you know having to jerk above overhead and having to do toes to bar with those limbs. And then the distance he has to travel to do burpees as well. I think Noah is just, he's got the right body structure. He's got the strength. He's obviously very, very strong. I think his clean and jerks are going to be super proficient for 10. Totally agree. I just, yeah, I think I Noah at all. runs away with this I bet workout. you Noah might even go unbroken on all of his yeah. toes to bar. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm going to put Noah in uh, for the, for the win on that one. Nice. All right. This next workout, it's actually one of my, one of my faves. Um, in fact, I didn't change a whole lot. The, the weights are a little higher. The skill's a little bit different, but I just love the idea. It's a classic 21-15-9. We actually have two workouts that you'll finish the first one in a six-minute time domain. You get to rest, and then immediately at the next six-minute time domain, you do another one. It's a it's a spinoff of Fran mm-hmm. and Diane. Um, so I'm going to read this one. I'll definitely you'll look at it, but here's, here's how it starts off. It starts off 21 thrusters at 115 for the men, 80 for the ladies, 21 pull-ups, but then we go to 15 thrusters at 135 and 95, 15 chest to bar, and then nine thrusters at 155, 105, nine bar muscle ups. So, and then every second counts, even if you were to lose, if you beat somebody the next time by more seconds than you lost the first, it's just total time combined. Um, so then the second one's Diane. We're going to get pretty heavy on this. So 21 deadlifts at 275, 185, 
21 strict handstand push-ups, 15 deadlifts at 315, 215, 15 kipping parallel handstand push-ups, 9 deadlifts at 365, 255, and 9 strict parallel handstand push-ups. We saw this at the Rogue Invitational. So we definitely know that some athletes have the capacity to do that strict parallel. Um, so I've, oh my gosh, okay. you have a fun one. Yeah. So oh. I've got, I've got the, the three, uh, Kristen Holty and number six, Carrie Pierce. Oh, Carrie. This, this, so here's the thing. Like, I feel like at this point in time, Kristen Holta is probably still fitter than Carrie. But when looking at this specific workout, especially thinking about the second one with all of the handstand pushups. Mm. Carrie had the best merry time did it all between all the men and the women at the games. And she yep. did it strict the whole way. Yep. So it depends on how we're scoring this. Are we scoring each of these separately or is it in every second count? So what I'm saying is let's say, let's say that you're saying Kristen beats her in the first one mm-hmm. and Carrie wins the second one. Who do you think wins by a wider margin than the other one? in their win yeah i just i feel like carrie has the second one by a lot i do too by a lot further i in fact i so, think that that's a very heavy deadlift for yeah. both women but i would definitely say i think for Kristen, yeah i definitely sure. think carrie has a little bit more strength in that area so even even thinking that you know with a with a traditional fran style workout for that first one with the thrusters and then the pull-ups and the chest to bar and then the bar muscle-ups i think they would be close maybe Kristen wins that one by a little bit I think her gymnastics are probably a little bit more fluid and quicker than mm-hmm. Carrie, but Carrie's strict strength is ridiculous. And getting having doing Diane second after doing the other one first, you got a level of fatigue that's set in. And obviously over the course of twenty minutes, Carrie's shown that she does not back off on the Absolutely. strict movements. So yeah. I feel like she takes that one by a lot more time. And so if with it being an every second count sort of style of workout, I'm gonna put Carrie Pierce on that one as the upset six over three mm-hmm. and then move her on into the final four. Yeah. All right. For mine, um, I actually think this is a very difficult decision. So we have peak BKG. So Bjorkman, Carl Goodmanson versus Cole Sager. Um, Cole is probably other than Matt, one of our best thruster athletes. And then BKG is actually one of our best deadlift athletes. So I think this actually just simply comes down to who's going to move better and be better in the, um, gymnastics Mm -hmm. and Cole like Brent is one of our bigger athletes. So I think I'm just going to go based off gut and I'm going to say BKG just by seconds, Mm -hmm. you know, total. I I don't know who really wins either one. I just think that BKG is going to do a little bit better on the gymnastics in both, both movements. So that's who I'll go with. Um, so for our final four men, we have Matt versus Noah now and Pat versus BKG and on the women's side, we have Tia versus Katrin. So that'll be fun. That's mm. former uh, fittest, fittest women on earth. And Sarah and Carrie. So um, next workout. Here we go. All right. It's, it's, a, it's an AMRAP 15, and it's a chipper style. Uh, but basically, once you get to the end with whatever time's left, that's actually the reps. That's, that's your score. So we start off with a 50 and 40 calorie air assault bike. We go into 40 overhead squats at 135.95, so pretty light for these athletes. Uh, But then we go into the classic Isabel. So then we have 30 power snatches right after those overhead squats at 135.95. And then the new fun movement that I've been seeing at the games, I love it, 20 burpee box get overs. So we have 48 inches for the men, 40 inches for the ladies. Um, 
And then with whatever time is left, it is max legless 15 foot rope climbs. So bigger athletes can move some of this stuff, but there's definitely, um, a little bit of a, um, benefit to, to the smaller athletes. So we'll let Caden go ahead and look at that. I'll go ahead and get right into it. So, um, Tia versus Katrin. Well, I hate to go right to it because I mean, I probably would have said Tia right off the bat anyway, but we already know that Katrin, even though she's worked on them is not a good legless rope climb athlete. Um, Tia has no problem with them. I say for the most part, they probably stay hand in hand with one another. Mm -hmm. They both can move this weight. Well, they're both going to move well. Um, they both like chipper long workouts. In fact, I'd say Catherine actually maybe even holds a slight advantage in that. But I just think with that many legless rope climbs with how much time could be remaining three, four minutes, something like that. Um, again, it's almost impossible. I'm going to have to give it to you. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and, um, pick Matt on this one just because I feel like his overhead squats are a lot better than Noah's, especially with higher repetitions. I think he has the ability to do that air assault bike with a little bit more intensity. His power snatches, I think are going to be a lot more proficient. And then as far as like a height comparison, I think they're pretty close in height for the burpee box get over. So I'm going to nullify that as something that's a factor, but I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and take Matt on that one. I like it. Okay. For our two versus three. So for our females, Sarah and Carrie, I'll let you take that one, Caden. And then I will take Pat versus BKG. Um, so this is our strongman odd object one. So this is kind of fun for time. We have an 800 meter hill ruck run, um, followed by 200 meters of farmer's carries. Then we have 200 meter of a D ball carry or a sandbag carry. And then it's back down. So 200 meter farmer carry. And then we finish with another 800 meter hill ruck run. This is one of our long ones. Um, this is one of our longest workouts of, of them all. So I'll go ahead and let you take that away. So for the ladies, Ooh, do you happen to know by chance who finished first between these two in the ruck run at the hmm. games? That's actually a really good question. Um, I really don't know. Actually. I, I mean, my gut would just say Sarah, but I actually yeah. don't know. I feel like, Hmm, this one's tough. This is a very, brute force kind of workout but it also has an element of long distance and mm -hmm. endurance that that you have to do with that so i feel like it comes down to especially with that farmer's carry your ability to handle the load for the 200 meters and not have to break as much with your grip and so i lean a little bit more towards carry there but for the the hill ruck run I think Sarah did pretty well on like the, uh, the ranch mini chipper when they were at the ranch, mm -hmm. I think over carry too. So she, I think she has the power in her legs to be able to handle something like that as well as a 150 D ball carry. I, I feel like she might just be a little bit stronger with that kind of stuff. So I think not by much, but I think I'm going to go with Sarah on that one. Yeah, no, that's good. I, and I'm going to say the same thing. I actually think BKHE is, did a little bit better in the ruck run this past games over Pat. Um, and I know that that starts and finishes the workout, but I have to go with Pat on those three implements in the middle, the farmers carry the loading. He's a bigger athlete, um, being able to hold onto that sandbag for longer, not drop it, not take as many breaks. Um, I'm going to have to say Pat on that yeah. one. Yep. Cool. So, all right, we're coming Sweet. down to two workouts left and I think they're all, oh yeah, here's our other lifting one. So very, very similar to the one that we opened up with. Um, 
another 10 minute time domain, you now have a 3000 meter C2 bike. And every two minutes, you have to get off your bike and do 20 alternating pistols before you get back on the bike. With whatever time is remaining, you now establish a one rep max clean only. So I will go ahead and take the females on this one. Um, who do we have? It is Tia and yep. Sarah. Tia and Sarah. Well, Tia has a bigger squat clean by a margin, so that is a no-brainer. I am going to yeah. say Tia by far on that. Yeah, we definitely didn't plan these out. The, no. I promise you guys these are random draws for these <laughs> workouts, but almost for the same reason, I'm going to – sorry, Pat. Yeah. I'm going to have to take Matt on that one. If it's another one rep max established for, for a score, then I think – especially with pistols, I think Matt just has the movement for that. He hates being told that he's short, but he just has the body frame for really efficient pistols. Just It's just how it is. But, yeah, one rep max on that, I think he has that one. Running agree. away. So, what we're looking at now is we've got our championship. Th- th- that was the finals for mm-hmm. the male and the female. So now we're gonna p- pit the male and female champions together because for this what? last workout. It's fantasy because it's fantasy. <laughs> I mean, and we can't. So. And it's funny. I mean, you don't want to say that you're biased, and you can just say like at the beginning, like, "Oh, I know these people are gonna be in the end." But mm-hmm. I mean. It's just how it was supposed to be. Right. We got Matt and we got Tia together in the championship. They're training partners. What does Tia's husband do in this moment? He's <laughs> these are both I know. Of athletes. He programs for both of them. <laughs> he has to take his wife. Right, right. Okay. Well, here's actually a fun a fun workout. So it's it's kind of the exact same thing. Um, we have two different workouts. It's going to be every second counts. Mm. So even if one person wins one and the other one wins the other, who do you feel like is going to win by more? Or do it faster. Um, so we have two pretty long chippers, actually. Um, but in the first 10-minute time domain, we have a 400-meter run followed by 40 meters. And it's a double dumbbell. So one has to be locked out overhead. The other one gets to rest on the shoulder. Um, so double dumbbell walking lunge. Again, 70s for the men. We saw this at the last um, regional uh, before we went to sanctionals. So I, I remember this chipper very, very much. Um, but anyway, 40 meters back to a 400 meter run, 40 meter lunge, 400 meter run, 40 meter lunge, 400 meter run. So it's going to be a mile run, which is obviously no slash for either one of these, uh, athletes, but it's that, that capacity in the legs, that overhead, um, lockout ability after that 10 minutes, they go right into the next 10 minutes. So if they complete it, they get to rest. Uh, but they go right into the next 10 minutes of now a four time, 40 calorie row for Matt, 32 for Tia, 40 meter handstand walk into 80 Zeus rope double unders, mm-hmm. back to a 40 meter handstand walk, 40, 32 calorie row, 40 meter handstand walk, and they finish with 80 Zeus double under ropes. Man. I will take whoever you don't take, Caden. So you just tell me who's your gut instinct on that. My gut instinct goes to Tia. Okay. Because of the the running in the first workout. I okay. she she's a runner. That's just what that's what she did before she even started CrossFit and I think that's something that she's carried over into her career as a champion. I think her ability to handle the lunges and then get right back out into that run is something that is going to give her a little bit of an edge and might even give her those extra seconds. I think that could give her the win at the end because listening to the second part of that and even looking at it, I feel like that's something that both of them will actually be pretty close on, you know, those heavy double unders, the handstand walks, the row. I feel like those are things that 
especially as training partners, they've got to be like right there with each other. But my gut instinct goes to Tia on the run. So that's who I'm taking. Yeah, I, that's probably actually who I would have said, but here's what I'll say, Matt. Um, in interviews, and I know that sounds so weird to start with, but in interviews, Matt is just that guy that's like, I will black out. I will die. Mm-hmm. And I actually feel like he does so well when his back's up against the wall mm-hmm. and having to go up against Tia and having everything to lose. I feel like, yeah. um, he would just make sure that that did not happen. Mm-hmm. That's not a good enough reason. Uh, I probably would have said to you just to say it honestly, but, um, yeah, I don't feel like any either yeah. of these athletes have a weakness in any of these movements. Yeah. Um, this would have been very interesting had it been a different workout. Mm-hmm. But they they both, I have no doubt that they practice these things. They're very efficient in these things. I mean, a row, handstand walks, lunges, running, all good. Um, I guess the interesting thing was would be to say I, I technically haven't seen either one do a Zeus rope. But yeah. um, it's been in the games, I think, two or three years ago when they did it. Um, and I think... I don't know how Tia did, but I do know that Matt got like second or third in that. So yeah, that's the beauty we'll of fantasy though. It's, it's all, fantasy, man. all yep. speculation. I have no idea how they would actually do in this, but it's fun to think about it. And it's fun to imagine because we don't know if we're going to get a CrossFit game. So save this episode and listen to it in a month <laughs> because this might be all you get. So, and, and again, after all, I mean, it, it, it's not exactly the way that it are, but uh, you know, just in case we do have a fittest in the fall, which would actually probably be fittest in the winter, but mm-hmm. you, you get the idea. Um, for anyone listening to us, anyone who's interested, uh, these workouts are actually the same type of ideas. So obviously the loading might be a little bit different. Um, and these are individual games athletes. We're talking about teams of four. So uh, it's definitely taken a step up from last year. Uh, I think it went really, really well. Definitely had some great, talented teams. It was still programmed in a way, though, that we could still have a lot of our RX type athletes. Um intermediate athletes at the time and we are trying to make that next jump now that we have indie iron games uh, that's kind of more set up for our intermediate athletes so this is kind of that that opportunity to have a local regional sanctional type feel um, of a competition so definitely stay tuned Um, hopefully we can give you good news on that and we can have that sooner rather than later instead of canceling altogether but yeah uh, listen back Uh, maybe even Caden could put some I don't know, some edits up on our video and show you kind of the workouts as we, as we say them. So yeah, um, that should be pretty fun, but yeah, just take a look, take a listen. It's just fun stuff for today. We've had a lot of serious conversations lately, yeah. so we just wanted to have some fun and yeah, we really appreciate you guys um, tagging along with us. So yeah, that's a good note. If you guys don't already watch the videos on YouTube, make sure you jump on our YouTube channel and check those out. I actually will be taking these workouts now that Tristan mentions it and typing them out and putting them on the screen. So when we read them off, so If you listen to this podcast and and you want to go back and you want to see those written out and kind of experience that for yourself, make sure you check it out on our YouTube channel. But other than that, thanks for listening. We love talking to you guys and uh, we'll catch you in the next one. To hear more from us and stay up to date on upcoming episodes, be sure to catch us on Instagram at DVPMT Project. We'll catch you later, everyone.